Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Dictionary of Moments podcast. I'm your host Jason Geary. It's time to read some stories. September 2nd, uh, time to record some stories. Uh, this is a kind of music-focused podcast, I guess. Uh, so uh, if you want, uh, the first story has uh, uh, refers to a Hall & Oates song, You Make My Dreams. If you want to listen to that before you listen to the story, you can uh, refresh your memory about how that song goes. And the third story today, uh, Spray, I felt, when I was writing it, I had kind of like a, a 2001 kind of classical uh, a soundtrack going through my brain. So uh, if you can imagine that while you're reading it, then um, enjoy even more. I really wish sometimes I could put out um, a, a piece of music underneath uh, some of the, the tracks that we can do, but we can't afford that here. I'm barely getting by as it is. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're a corporate sponsor or, say, you know, Sony or something like that, and you want to give me permission to put songs underneath the stories, go, go to town. I mean, you know, we, how, how do I know who's listening to this? Uh, you, person, who's in charge of all the music, let me put music underneath this. Um, I'm sure they'll just say pays for it. I think that's how things work. Uh, look, uh, here we go. It's time for three stories. I hope you enjoy them. Adjective, to be cheerful, optimistic, upbeat. I'm nervous, but today I've made a choice. Today I will manifest my destiny. I press play on my phone and Hall & Oates' You Make My Dreams kick in. Full volume. The elevator doors open right when the vocals start and I dance out and spin on my toes in the lift well. I turn right and dance into reception. I waved to Nicole. She shoots me a pointed look and rolls her eyes. Nope, not today, Nicole. Today is mine. I strut through the staff kitchen and all heads turn. I hold my hand up for a high five and glide past four people. No takers, just stunned looks. Oh well, their loss. The high five would have made their day. I groove past a series of glass-walled offices, and it's like watching a video on repeat. Head turn, look of consternation. Head turn, look of consternation. 
I turn and walk backwards to see a domino of heads sticking out of doorways. I spin again and smash into Cassie, who is carrying donuts for the morning staff meeting. She stumbles and begins to fall. I go into a Holland Oats-induced flow state, an Oats state, if you will, and I catch every single donut on the end of my umbrella as they spill from the boxes. I grab her by the wrist to stop her fall and in one smooth movement spin her into my arms. We freeze. My umbrella is pointing up to the sky, laced with donuts. Cassie is dipped in my arms. The song finishes. Silence. I look into her eyes and she's smirking at me. The next song starts. Man-eater. Perfect. A yearning desire. Longing. I'm drinking coffee, surrounded by strangers, and I'm thinking of you. You're further away than I want you to be. But these things are beyond my control. Most things are. I think about you, the chemistry between us, the comfort you bring, your eyes, your hair, your smell. I sit inside this feeling, wanting to be there, not here. I sip from my cup and I close my eyes. The coffee hits and it feels like the first time you kissed me. Warm, languid. I feel my head dip as if reenacting the moment. I see your face. As my weight tips forward, I feel the chair move. Wait, my chair moved? I didn't lose my balance that much. I open my eyes and I do several calculations to get my bearings. (laughs) Yeah. It moved towards you, or rather, you. This feeling, us, pulled me towards you. I mean, in your general direction. I don't know. This feeling is strong. I smile as I write myself and finish off my coffee in one last gulp. Waitress appears like magic and I take out my wallet. I flip two fives onto the table. She grabs it with a smile. Thank you. Very generous. She disappears as quickly as she appeared. I stand up and put on my coat and head for the door. I look back at that stool and I wonder how you, we, moved it so. The waitress yells from across the room. Hey, Mr. Wait. Is this yours? She glides through the milling customers as if she was made of vapour. Maybe she is magical. She hands me the note you left on my pillow the last time I saw you. I look up confused. Yeah, I found it between the fives you gave me. Looks like someone loves you. Good for you. The world could use more of it. She slips away and all I can think about is how far away you are. I fold the note back into my wallet, sigh away the feeling, and then walk out into the day. Mm -hmm.
liquid that is blown or driven through the air in the form of tiny drops. Spray. I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss the bride. It all happened so quickly. There was an audible gasp from the congregation. On the plosive of bride, a large piece of saliva escaped from the minister's mouth. So large, in fact, that it looked like a bowler looping end over end. It was clearly visible from the back of the room. In the same moment, the bride hitched back her veil with a beaming smile. She leaned in for her first marital kiss. It's like it happened in slow motion, like a spaceship docking with the orbiting station. The saliva rotating gracefully, end over end through the air, her face leaning ever further forward. Then, contact. One single end of the saliva stuck to the tip of her nose, leaving the other end as a weight, stretching the spit long. Her smile turned to horror as she realised what had happened. The groom was leaning in with his eyes closed and didn't see a thing. He heard her scream and opened his eyes just in time to see her shake her head violently, sending the bulk of the spit rope off her nose into his mouth. Only then did the groom realise the full extent of the unfolding situation. He turned his head and instinctually he spat right into the face of the minister. The minister recoiled and tripped on the stair behind him, sending him falling backwards into the altar, which tipped and spilled the burning candelabras onto the drapes surrounding the chancel. Being polyester, they caught fire quickly, and seconds passed before the automated sprinkler system was set off. Fine drops of water covered the entire space. The minister was flat on his back. The groom was throwing up into a pot plant and the bride stood in shock, her white dress turning more and more translucent by the second. enjoyed the stories this week. Uh, I had a lot of fun writing and reading them this week. Um, thank you so very much for listening. It means a great deal to me. I would like to thank the Heartstrings Project for their support of this podcast. They, of course, uh, lent the music uh, that you hear as an interlude and a intro and outro to the song. They are divine. Please look them up. You can find their links in the show notes of this podcast. Uh, please tell a friend about the podcast. That'd be great. Uh, don't just keep it to yourself. Uh, I, I, you know, spread me around. That's what I'm here for. Uh, so thanks so much for tuning in. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, you can contact me on uh, via Instagram, the Dictionary of Moments. I draw little covers for each of these stories and pop them up there. Uh, though I'm a little bit behind at the moment, you can read the stories for yourself uh, up on dictionaryofmoments.com. 
I'll catch that up very soon. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can contact me via podcast at Dictionary of Moments or direct message me uh, in the Instagrams. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook and direct message me there as well. My name's Jason Geary. Uh, thanks so very much for listening. Uh, I appreciate it more than you'll ever know. Uh, tell a friend and uh, I'll talk to you again next week. Uh, stay safe and good luck out there. Follow you blindly, my eyes.